You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the Future of Pharmacy podcast, featuring the innovators transforming medication management. The Future of Pharmacy podcast is brought to you by OmniCell. Now here's our host, Ken Perez. Welcome to the Future of Pharmacy podcast. I'm Ken Perez, OmniCell's Vice President of Healthcare Policy and Government Affairs, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us today. In the supply chain, pharmacists and other healthcare providers face various risks. It's difficult to make accurate inventory management decisions because data is dispersed across several healthcare facilities. Before making any judgments, staff must access the data manually. Growing demand requires health system pharmacies to overcome the challenges of different data systems, poor information flow, and illogical workarounds that severely compromise inventory accuracy. Today, our guests and I will explore how pharmacy leaders are breaking down data silos with sophisticated analytical tools, thereby improving visibility, insight, and productivity, resulting in better inventory management. I'd like to welcome Andrea Jarznicki, Director of Pharmacy at Archibald Medical Center. And also joining us on today's podcast is Deb Peterson, Field Strategist for OmniCell One. Andrea and Deb, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Ken. Me too. I'm looking forward to our discussion. It's great to have both of you. Now, Andrea, you're a longtime pharmacy professional and leader in our industry, part of the American College of Clinical Pharmacy and the American Society of Health System Pharmacists. Share with our audience about your background and your role at Archibald Medical Center. I've been at Archbold for just three years now. I kind of got to Archbold in somewhat of an unconventional path. My role out of pharmacy school, I spent two years as a PIC with CD, a very uh, metrics-driven environment, always measuring your performance. But I had a desire to get more engaged clinically, get closer to the patient. And so um, after two years there, I did a residency and practiced in acute care for a couple of years, spent uh, six years as a contracted hospital clinical manager working for Cardinal Health. You know, a new environment for me where it was still very clinically oriented, but um, also kind of reintroduced the concept of what it means to be in acute care and a metrics driven environment. So that was just an exceptional experience for me, really challenged me clinically and also kind of pushed me operationally. And now we're in Georgia, and I took the role as director of pharmacy here at Archbold. Terrific. Now, likewise, Deb, please tell our audience about your pharmacy background and how you joined OmniCell. I graduated from the University of Minnesota in 1996, and the majority of my career is spent in hospital roles, beginning with staffing and then evolving into leadership opportunities, including oncology, med safety, diversion, and then finally in operations management. So after being an OmniCell client for almost a decade, I transitioned into a role within this company about two years ago. The biggest draw for me being that I was positioned on the front end of a solution that I was very interested in with Performance Center, the beginning stages of that. And I could see that OmniCell One was going to be the glue that hospital pharmacies, like the one I was previously in charge of, really needed. I was looking for a place for all that data to be gathered in those industry vetted analytics that we have 
explain that clinical knowledge of a live pharmacist that missing. And, and so I was really excited to be part of this endeavor. That's terrific. Thank you. Andrea, I've learned that Archibald Medical Center is a thriving health system with four hospitals, three nursing homes, 540 beds, and thousands of patients. Could you please describe the unique situation at Archibald and how data and analytics have helped transform your health system? Data and analytics and transforming your health system, that's definitely a journey. Uh, out of that groundwork was really laid before my time here. We had invested in pretty robust and fleet of solutions. They were the hospital systems were all on G4 cabinets, but we'd also leverage the full spectrum in terms of getting our inventory online with uh, the CPM products that maintain um, our carousel inventory, our main pharmacies, as well as SPMs and all of our system hospitals and some other remote areas. But I think we were, there were some gaps to fully leveraging a lot of that technology and the of cabinets were also a little dated. It was getting time to convert. So Right. Just soon after I got here, it was time to start preparing to replace the fleet with XT cabinet. You know, it caused me to ask a lot of questions about what kind of inventory strategy do I want to have? What are the challenges that we're facing? What do we want to achieve out of this? And so we really worked hard to establish a fleet of hardware and the real estate that we needed to really achieve the goals we had in both safety and efficiency and, and get all that inventory into a place where we could manage it and use it. So data and analytics became a really core part of that and figuring out what's the next step, where are the areas in our system that need some more attention and, and how do we find those places and really just do the work that matters and figure Figuring out what work are we doing that's delivering both a quality and a cost ROI and figure out how to prioritize that with the system that we were building. You're listening to the Future of Pharmacy podcast. I'm Ken Perez, your host, joined today by Andrea Jarznicki of Archibald Medical Center and Deb Peterson of OmniCell. Now, Deb, you work directly with Andrea on the intelligence transformation at Archibald. So please tell us about the health system's journey in embracing inventory management. For me, Ken, one of the best aspects of the OmniCell One partnership is the relationships that are built between the OmniCell field strategists and the pharmacy leaders within the hospital. So Archbold has taken full of this partnership. Andrea's opened availability for me to work with her title managers, but also with her informal leaders within her procurement, her diversion team, and her oncology team as well. Archbold has empowered those relationships. I only wish that I had this tool when I was running my pharmacy. Uh, we all know that tracking medication inventory is difficult enough on the best day, but when you add in those trials and tribulations that a hospital pharmacy endures day in, day out, it really becomes almost impossible. So what I found is OmniCell One provides a safety net to catch something out of whack. It bubbles up those data anomalies to the top and Without that, they would probably have slipped to the cracks, maybe unnoticed and even lost. So if you think about a medication in oncology, something that's $20,000 a, a therapy, and it's ordered in for somebody specific, what happens when that patient doesn't come in to receive the treatment? Who is responsible for that? Have we thought about whether or not it can be returned? And often the answer is no. So 
We know that happens a lot at pharmacies. And if there's something that can be done operationally to mitigate that risk, that's this is our opportunity to catch that. And it's just a small example of pharmacy waste. We know it's everywhere a lot. It happens often. But applying a philosophy of managing inventory based on what your data is telling you, like Archibald has, sets a pharmacy up for uncovering a multitude of areas to improve upon doing more with the resources they have. One of the things I love the most about OmniCell One is that it hits on a lot of different priorities, a lot of different problems. It may be inventory performance, or it might be excess cost. There were times when cost control and waste reduction were the leading priority. And of course, a lot has changed in the last two years throughout the pandemic and staffing, especially technician staffing has long been a challenge, but along with every other role Like many issues in the labor force, technicians became nearly impossible to find and and the situation really reached critical mass. So we needed to get to a point where we were also using our technology efficiently. And so that's been much of the priority um, over the last year is to figure out how to get that technology in a place where we were using it most effectively um, and putting our energy into the places that it needed to be put it in. Expiring in inventory is kind of something that's just kind of out of sight, out of mind. You pull it out, it goes away, you buy some more, and you don't necessarily connect the dots about how much labor you're doing in expiring that inventory. So taking the time to take those steps to to stop that cycle prevents a lot of downstream labor and effort that you need to pull off your system. You know, I wanted to also share, and I think, Andrea, this is something that is I've learned from you. You really have used the whole system as well, the whole platform to provide not only insights about the inventory specifically, but also to support your unique inventory philosophy, how you've chosen to manage it with your other leaders. I was very impressed with how you've you've taken that platform to get everybody on the same page. Maybe you could share how that worked for your team. Well, I can't speak enough about the visuals that OmniCell One provides. I can have a vision of what I want to happen with the inventory in my head, but conveying that verbally is something that I'm just probably not going to get across to every member of my team who needs to understand the strategy going forward. So that that's probably one of my favorite things about the tool is that when we see an opportunity and we can see the actual movement of the inventory over time and see what really do we need in the system? Are we putting in excess buffers that are levels that are really much higher than need to be? Is our PAR really higher than is required for patient care and our ability to deliver? So showing those visuals and sharing details and talking through those pictures to make decisions that are more efficient both in our labor as well as more efficient with our use of the dollar. We want to achieve both those things while we deliver care. And so I think that's come a long way. And we continue to walk down that journey of everybody getting on the same page and the same vision and the same direction with how we look at our inventory. The Autonomous Pharmacy is a bold new vision for medication management that seeks to replace manual error-prone activities with automated processes that are safe and more efficient. So Andrea and Deb, where is Archbolt on its journey to the autonomous pharmacy? 
there's a time when I might not have valued all the pieces that we invest in, but now they're just hugely important that we have all the inventory online. Even in my time, we still had some gaps of, um, we probably had about 75% of our inventory on the online. Today, I'd say we're over 95% of our inventory online and visible in the tools and able to see the movement of that inventory and seeing and looking at how we can get those last pieces online. And I would just add that because of having your entire system feeding the data in, we all know that data is only as powerful as it is consumable. And I believe OmniCell One makes that data consumable with really a key component to anyone on the autonomous pharmacy journey. And, and that being said, probably one of the first hurdles with any new customer with OmniCell One is overcoming seeing their own data for that first time. It can be clear as the picture, but it, they need to reset what they previously believed was true about it. And those of us that have lived any day in pharmacy at 5 p.m. on a Friday, if something runs out, no matter what the reason was, it kind of places a permanent stigma on that medication. So it kind of results in stocking it based on gut rather than reality. You're right when you call it a gut reaction and in inventory management, but the gut can really steer you. You got to put those numbers in front of you to really wrap your head around what's truly happening with your inventory. And inevitably you'll be surprised. We had a lot of those conversations where the initial gut reaction was, well, we use that all the time, or we would never use that strength. Well, you got to go to the data. What does the data say that you do? And the reality is, well, you do use that strength enough. You, you do need to carry that product or no, you don't need to carry that product or you really don't need that much. It's been three years since you've used that much. So, uh, and this is not an emergent life-saving drug. So maybe you can dial that one back somewhat. We have other alternatives to get to that drug. What does our system deliver? How are the ways we can think through managing our inventory effectively with the resources that we have? So well said, Andrea. I mean, it's those aha moments. They're just the best part of the meetings, aren't they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love seeing the team come along. And it, it definitely takes some discussion. Sometimes we talk at length about what can we do? What should we do? And there's definitely dialogue associated with making those decisions. But that's also how we hone our vision as a team and how we come together in our direction for a unified goal um, that we're all trying to achieve together. I used to have in my previous life, various team members pulling data and all to these different spreadsheets and applying their homegrown formulas and spin on it just to kind of make it usable. And half the time, something deprioritized that work. So with OmniCell One, it's kind of queued up for you. And then you add that human aspect of the clinical decision maker. It can be very impactful. We would never have been able to fully leverage the tool without the essential relationship of the field strategist. Deb has done an amazing job working individually with my team members, working with us as a group, really pulling the team together and helping move that mountain that is culture, that mountain that is, this is the way we've always done it and to engage with them and, and look at the data and look at the strategy in a new way. I can't say enough about how essential uh, that piece of this puzzle is that I'm able to set the vision 
And Deb is able to receive that vision and carry it out piece by piece in all the components and members of our system. Oh, thank you, Andrea. I mean, the relationship that you've helped develop is also key with the business. I mean, you, first of all, are forward with your vision and helping me connect with the right people. You have engaged with our product managers and engineers, providing your feedback directly about the product. It's remarkable. You're helping to shape things as we innovate for the future. So I would also like to acknowledge our relationship and I thank you. Thank you for that, Deb. Really see a place where we fully leverage our clinical staff to spend their time not finding doses, not figuring out where the meds coming from, not chasing down lost meds, but delivering direct patient care, being at the bedside, making the interventions that they need to be making, using those pharmacists to the top of their license, and even using technicians at the top of their license with some of the yield that we've realized off of optimizing our system and and taking some of the unnecessary labor out of our system, you know, that's resources that we're dying to use in tech medrec in our emergency department that we just can't get to a point where we've got enough staff to deliver on. So making these changes and helping us to pull some of that labor off the system helps us to reallocate both our technicians and our pharmacists into places where they can do more for our patients. Thank you for all the insights, Andrea and Deb. And well, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank our expert guests, Andrea Jarznicki, Director of Pharmacy at Archibald Medical Center, and Deb Peterson, Field Strategist for OmniCell One. I'd also like to thank you, our listening audience, for joining us today. For the Future of Pharmacy podcast and for OmniCell, I'm Ken Perez. Thanks for listening. This has been the Future of Pharmacy podcast, featuring the innovators transforming medication management. Until next time, don't get stuck in the clouds. The Future of Pharmacy podcast is brought to you by OmniCell. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.